welcome back and hope everyone is um is doing as well as they can during this time i was actually recording for this episode on the day of the coup and while this episode is not inherently political i do want to express that i was and still am fearful and i'm trying to discern how this country can move forward I don't have much to say besides the fact that if you still continue to deny the white supremacy in this country after January 6th, you are no longer presumed passively idiotic, you are just actively ignorant in the worst way. In this episode, which some might consider a big switch in tone, we will be delving into relationships and dating. I didn't just want to create a Valentine's sort of episode, I wanted to combat this prevailing idea I found out about when I went to college, that the youth can't form meaningful relationships, all they do is hook up, be bisexual, and eat hot chip. And while I'm a strong supporter of doing whatever you want as long as you don't harm others and there's consent, by having this notion in encompassing all of youth, it is excluding groups who do not abide by those rules. Therefore, I'm so happy that Emily, Andre, Janet, and Max were able to sit down on Zoom with me to talk about their relationships while also getting into topics such as gender, culture, racial attitudes, and so on. So without further ado... so glad to have everybody here so we're just gonna have a few grounding questions to get into the topic of our episode today so i just wanted to ask are you in a relationship and obviously y'all are in relationships so for how long and how did it start if anybody wants to be a spokesman for your relationship i'm totally fine with that we've been dating for like six months now almost six months and we actually yeah we met on bumble (laughs) yeah so that's 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 it that's that's the story there's actually gonna be a question later about dating apps so that's perfect for y'all and shout out bumble i i really appreciate bumble for not banning me like tinder but yeah (laughs) that's that's a story for later (laughs) yeah (laughs) but janet and max what about y'all Okay, so we've been dating for a year now, and we met at school. That's now it. Now, too, here we go. Specifically high school. Yeah, specifically high school. This is our second time dating. No, that's cute. I'm, like, the ambassador for Dylan because he has, like, dinner right now with the family. But, yeah, round two for me and Dylan, too. We met in school. We've been dating for, like, almost a year now which is kind of crazy like I didn't even really think about it but yeah he's pretty cool I guess y'all well three of y'all know him already but I wanted to ask a final grounding question what do you think the mainstream thinks about young people dating I think now younger adults don't view dating as like I feel like 
they they're not worried about it or concerned about it. They think most likely like it'll happen when it happens, rather than like looking for someone to share experiences with and have like you know kind of a companionship with someone. That's what I think. Yeah, kind of like a more aim for self love. Like you have to do things by yourself because there's like this culture of like you have to be your own individual. And you have to do that by getting your goals. And it doesn't particularly mean that you have to have somebody beside you. But that's debatable for a lot of reasons. The reasons we're going to look at in the resources. But Janet and Max, do you all have any thoughts? Um, I mean, you know, I agree with the first point that was made. Like, a lot more about uh, self-care, being independent, uh, not having to rely on somebody else. You know, that sort of stuff. But then there's also, like, the other extreme where it's, like... Um, really like I guess blown out of proportion in some like you know movies etc etc oh yeah like the rom-com culture yeah like super high (laughs) expectations (laughs) so let's get into our resources section and it isn't gonna be a lot but these are like academic articles that I kind of put into little paragraphs so the first article I wanted to mention was Lisa Wade's what's so cultural about hookup culture So in this article, Lisa Wade specifically states how hookup culture, in other words, having casual sex, entails practices that fully encompass the college-university institution. So even if you do not want to participate in it, you're surrounded by it. This therefore reveals the assumption that college-university is about these casual flings and therefore it invalidates monogamous and long-term relationships. Being in like a very white university like Brown, Bro, the hookup culture in there is kind of insane. It's a whole thing. Greek culture over there is like, mm-mm. So I go to UTD. It's a Catholic institution. So University of Dallas, I mean, it's like, I want to say 80% white, but religion and Catholicism are just such a sacred topic there that I mean, I'm sure there's hookups, but for the most part, everyone's like, I'm waiting till marriage because that's what God wants me to do. And they date for marriage. So when you go into a relationship there, it's like you're going in it. And if something goes wrong, I mean, then you weren't meant to be. But otherwise, you're stuck with that person. (laughs) That's very interesting to hear. But let's go on to not an article, but it's actually NPR. So in their podcast, they specify that there are certain unspoken rules about hookup culture, such as that there has to be no emotional connection at all. Everything is supposed to be about bragging that the sex is meaningless. And not everyone subscribes to this format, but it seems like people have to at least try to go through a period of emotionless hookups to maybe get in a respectful relationship only if the man decides to first show feelings. But racial minorities are less likely to participate because of factors like racism, an erotic hierarchy that values whiteness, Um, more likely to be religious, less likely to drink alcohol, more likely to have to maintain a clean image. And this kind of relates to DACA recipients. You know, you can't really, like you got into college, you got um, DACA because you remain like this clean image. Like if you have like, certain conviction numbers and misdemeanors you can't get DACA like that's from what I know 
In terms of LGBTQ students, the hookup scene is hyper-hetero, so they have to go off campus and use dating apps such as Grindr. So that's just like a kind of like a summation of the rules of hookup culture, like how the mainstream sees it. But obviously, like there's certain groups that are obviously not part of this, but it still makes up this generalization of what you think young people are doing, right? Like nowadays. So the last one is Love Me Tender, Love Me Sweet. I really love this article because it's like talking about dating apps. Um, but it specifies um, that dating apps are actually more empowering ways for racial minorities and women to test out the dating pool um, rather than going to a party. And, you know, we all hear the tales about date rapes and men coming off too aggressively and you having to, like, get into the party vibe by drinking a lot of alcohol. It is a way to weed out suitors without having to be drunk while also discerning their interest levels. But this type of cyber courting is not immune to racialized courting. So a lot of racial minorities do get a lot of racist comments on Tinder, Grindr, or Bumble. But after these resources, I wanted to ask y'all some questions. So do you think there's a difference between how your culture community sees dating versus the mainstream? I mean, I know where I grow up, like, dating is, like, you know, do it if you want to. It, I didn't really feel any pressure to either, like, be in a relationship or be single. I didn't, it, it really wasn't spoken about much. But I know when I was in high school and, like, college, like, people don't date. It's not really a thing where you see people together and you're walking around and you're, you know going on dates and stuff in high school it was like okay how many how many girls you got um, let me see those dms kind of thing so it's just a different perspective i guess on where you grow up and where you're what you're surrounded by yeah i agree because in my household at least like my parents were never going to have an issue with me dating necessarily but my mom always said set your priorities straight and I mean as y'all know I mean I was busy in high school it's not like I even had time to date so I didn't and it's like sometimes you look back and it's like oh you missed your boat because like he said when you're in college it's like are you supposed to be dating like do you have time for that and I mean I do now and I mean I've had trouble before with other guys when they're like well I don't want to be a part of your agenda that's what it feels like but it is what it is Oh no, cut those people off. Being part of their agenda, they they should support you. Be like, you know what? I'll help you make your agenda. Go for it. Go for your goals. But what about you, Janet? Like, you look like you want to say something. <laughs> I mean, I agree with both of y'all. You know, my parents, at least, they always told me, like, you know, you can date just, you know, as long as you find someone that's going to respect you and make you happy, you know, that's overall, they've always been very, like, okay if you date we just want to be in the loop we don't want to be in the dark you know and in high school you know, it was like you know how many girls do you have you know what's your you know what's your body count but it, at least I always saw it like oh like are you dating anyone are you seeing any, anyone you know like a little mixture of both experience was just like my parents told me as long as I had my priority shirt that was fine like go ahead and date like, whatever, I guess. <laughs> and I was it. you know, I did, like, I did see that, 
like the whole body count thing and whatnot but for me it was like my experience with it was just like oh they're dating cool and like yeah i guess the group that i hung out with we didn't really like care it was just kind of like oh cool bye <laughs> that's it yeah, so i guess different, different i guess clicks, it depends guess. yeah what click you were in I don't know if anybody else has had this experience. Like, growing up, um, definitely in high school when I started dating, it was more like my mom being like, you can, but, like, don't get pregnant. Like, she was like, we're taking you to get an IUD, that kind of thing. Because she really, that's the thing. She just didn't want me to be pregnant because she was pregnant when she was a teen. So she wanted to cut that out. Um, But then, like, going into college like she's making jokes about having babies so it's that switch that don't get pregnant but now i want to be a grandmother now i kind of want to <laughs> be a grandma and I'm like, yeah no. <laughs> no i see that too my mom would be like that she'd be like don't get pregnant because i'm not taking care of the kid but then you know she'd be like choking around like you know being she's very open about me asking her questions about that but she's always like you're not pregnant right you're you know, not yet no. <laughs> yeah definitely and like hookups don't even come into play and this is gonna kind of be in the third question but like if i ever went on a bumble date i would have to be like oh it's a date you know not like oh it's gonna be a hookup like you can't even say the word hookup or anything like that because then it's gonna be like we didn't raise you like that what are you doing but i don't think like if my brother said that that they would be like oh you shouldn't do that like they would be like okay you go and have fun or something like that but yeah so to the next question what do you think are the upsides and or downsides of your current dating situation y'all can take time (laughs) i think my our downside is that we've been together for nearly six months we've been part of each other's daily routine for those six months and i'm studying abroad next saturday and i'm gone for four months so i don't know what i'm gonna do without him same i mean upsize i mean it's just like it's always good to see her you know i see her every day it's a part it's she's basically a part of me at this point you know don't know what like when i go a day without seeing her it's just like i don't know what i'm gonna do it's like one one now downside italy you know i still want her to go though she needs to get have that experience and all that but yeah i don't see any other downsides do you? yeah well i can kind of give y'all a bit of hope like um i usually study in rhode island so I'm very far away. Right now I'm in Dallas and I see my boyfriend like every once a week. But like we say that we joke that we started dating in February. But we were really dating for longer than that. Because we texted all the time. We um, scheduled like Skypes every week. Like every Sunday. So like you find ways to keep in touch. That's like the upside of it. Like you find a way to innovate your relationship. But yeah. That's <laughs> <So> scary. <laughs> Jen and Max are just looking at each other. <laughs> it's because we're like, what's your downside? Because, you know. I guess just like time. Because since you started working at the dentist, like we don't text that much anymore. Yeah. 
and like your hours are weird. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. That's about it. <laughs> I wouldn't really think of it as a, as a downside because we do like since I got the job there, like we worked our schedule around it. Like, okay, yeah. we're gonna see each other this day, and we're gonna try to go out, you know, a lot. So we really don't have a downside because we we tried to like talk about things and like see what we can improve on and I know I think it was a few weeks ago I was like what's something that I do that now you're doing and we just couldn't think about anything because we realized how like we just do everything we like we just became one person <laughs> so it's, we just don't know you know we're like if we're with our friends maybe they'll point it out but we just don't think about it anymore we're just one person yeah pretty much i mean usually we just like talk about things before they come a downside yeah before they become a downside we just figure it out yeah like spend like a couple hours talking about it or you know between days or whatever yeah and like you know every couple has their little fights and obviously we have our little fights but we've you know from the last time that we dated we did grow into like being more open and uh, communicate more about our problems and like why it's happening and everything so i guess it's not really much of a downside i relate to a lot of what you're saying like just having someone there to support you not just like making time for them i think it's like you always have time for them because you're just gravitated to talking to them like if you had a failure or a success you're always like i need to text xyc like my love you know that kind of thing but i think like the downside for my relationship, I don't even consider long distance to be a downside anymore because it's just something I have to do, like, for my career and my education. It's more of, like, because I'm in an interracial relationship and, like, it's very obvious we're interracial, um, you always get the stares. Like, that's just one of the things that I have to deal with. And, like, I don't think Dylan really notices it until I point it out and I'm like, that woman has been staring at us for five minutes. <laughs> she has been staring at us. But, like, at me, not him, but more like me. Like, what what is she in it for? Like, is it money? Because he lives on, like, a, the rich side of Plano. Is it papers? That kind of thing. Now help? that you were thinking about that, yeah. we just thought that our height difference might be a downside. <laughs> because I'm 4'9", and he's, like, almost six feet. six feet, you know? So, obviously, sometimes whenever we go out, I get like I start jumping around and like it might look like I'm his little sister and then you know it, it kind of like it, it might weird people out we don't really notice it because we're focused on each other but then you know I'll like start thinking like subconsciously like okay you know I'm starting to act like a child like you know people are gonna think the wrong thing you know and I'll tell him just roll his eyes because he just doesn't care like what people think <laughs> The next question, which I'm really interested for Emily and Andre to talk about, is like, have you ever used a dating app? If so, what was your experience? <laughs> uh, you can go first. Go first. I mean, I've been on dating apps for, I've been on and off for like a year. I tried Tinder, tried Bumble, but it's just, I don't know. At a certain point, I was like, Okay, I'm going to take this seriously. I'm going to try and find somebody because before Emily, I hadn't had like a very serious committed relationship 
to where I was like, okay, this is, I'm going to really try. And so when I got on, I was like, okay, I'm going to really try and work through this. And so I texted her and she bailed on me the first time. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, do you want to talk about that? <laughs> exposed. Sorry, my laptop's dying. Yeah, so. You, you can expose. So I had texted her and I was like, oh, she had to go to Arlington, which is where I live, to go to like get her fingerprints done or something like that. I forgot exactly what it was. It was a job thing. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, I can go take you or I can pick you up or whatever. And she was like, okay, that sounds good. And then like the day of, I was like, so when are you going? And she was like, oh, I, I'm not going anymore. And I was like, well, why not? And she's like, I don't know. I just don't want to. And so, yeah, she just bailed on me like that. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't take dating apps seriously. I didn't think I'd find anyone. I only did it because another friend of mine was doing it, and it was just like a bandwagon. But what was my experience? I mean, I found him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's my experience has been great. I mean, what I said, I just didn't take it seriously. I didn't actually think it was going to work. I wasn't really looking for anything, but the opportunity arose, and now I'm happy. <laughs> so, yay. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> you know, from... We looked over the questions yesterday, oh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we were talking about it, and uh, Max told me, you know, he... You know, he just tried it. He didn't really, just like Emily, like, didn't really take it seriously because, you know, obviously we just kind of, he kind of knew that he wasn't going to find someone like me. And uh, he went to a restaurant. That's why I'm answering for him. But uh, he just didn't vibe with anyone, I guess. You know, he tried, but he just couldn't really vibe with them. And then as for me, I mean... We talked about it yesterday. I didn't, it's not that I didn't have the best experience with it, but you know, we were both on different uh, stages in life. I was ready to settle down and everything, and he was, you know, not wanting to. We had a whole situation going on that, you know, really like didn't work out between us, you know. I wasn't expecting to find anyone because obviously, you know, Alexa and some of my closest friends know that, you know, I was pretty torn up whenever me and Max broke up. So it was pretty hard to like even look at someone the way I looked at him. And whenever the other guy came into the picture, it was still kind of like, no, you know, I liked him, but it wasn't the way that, you know, what I feel with Max. So. Yeah, I used Tinder, but it wasn't anything, like, major or anything. <laughs> I just, I was kind of, like, amped about it. I didn't really, like, try on it very much. That was, like, while we were broken up and I just didn't want to date anybody else. <laughs> okay, here's my opinion about dating apps. They're really fun because you get to, like, flip through people and kind of judge them. I like doing it in a group setting where I would have my Bumble or my Tinder with my friends and being like, what about this one? yeah let's see if we match and i think like um 
I got banned from Tinder because I took it as a joke. And I also saw like a TikTok recently that that's a thing men can do. Like they could just like report you two or three times and you're blocked. And I got blocked. Yeah, no, I guess like it's the same with Janet and Max. Like no one could compare to like the person I really wanted to be with. And that was with Dylan. And he was like my best friend since like sophomore year of high school. So yeah, that's the kind of thing about dating apps. You're either in it or you're not in it. <laughs> that's it. But moving on to our final question, and we were talking a lot about romance because y'all are couples and everything, but I wanted to know how your relationships are with other people, like parents, siblings, friends, and if you want to talk about it, how you um, like handle them with your current relationship, like your romantic relationship. Well, for me, I know that I spend a lot more time with Emily than I do with my best friend. I don't really have a lot of friends. I have like one really close friend that I hang out with a lot. And so I used to hang out with him like every single day also. But once I started dating Emily, I started seeing her way more often, which I don't regret. But now like whenever I like hang out with him, we usually just play video games or something or we go to the gym every once in a while just to make sure we still have that like, you know, yeah, I'm still here, you know, kind of thing. And I know he gets upset about it. But my family, same as always, I leave home a lot. So my mom's still like, she just checks up on me. It's not like we have like one of those relationships where I know everything that's going on in her life and she knows everything in my life. So nothing out of the ordinary, really. It's come, It's become like a routine now to the point where it's not like noticeable. Yeah, it's definitely a routine, and like Janet was saying, like, he's, like, part of me now, so when he's gone, I'm like, what do I do? But, I mean, friendship-wise, like, with my friends, I still try to make time for them. Like, we all work, we all go to school, so we all have our different schedules, and, I mean, you just have to work around that, and I mean, that's something we even had to do before then, but before I started dating, I mean... But um, as far as family goes, I mean, I'm an only child, so I tend to get attached to people really fast, and sometimes that's a good thing, sometimes that's a bad thing, so what, (laughs) I mean, I just, and I, I hate to put it this way, but sometimes I have to use, not use people, but like give them multiple roles like my mom for example she's not just my mom she has to be that sister figure my best friend my my partner in crime you know because I don't have anyone else like the other day Andre and I got in a fight and he left my mom wasn't home all of my friends were at work so I was just alone here I was like I'm gonna die alone what am I gonna do but like I said that's why I have to sign roles to different people so that I have someone to talk to when he's not around or when my mom's not around or when my dad's gone to work all day or whatever it is it's not that sad I promise (laughs) no I totally get you because like also I have to kind of add the layer of the pandemic I don't really see anybody besides my family and Dylan that's it because I my all my siblings have asthma I have asthma um Dylan has asthma like very basically like what if I get in a fight with Dylan like what if I, like, get, get, like, really, because I'm, like, a person that overthinks a lot, so that overthinking is a blessing, but also, like, 
really bad because I'm like, oh, he hasn't responded to me in an hour. What is he doing? <laughs> what is he like? What is he thinking? You know, and then like it can kind of lead to what you were saying. Like, I'm all alone. You know, I don't have anybody. But if you have friends. Why don't you text them? <laughs> like, even if they're far away, like you can text them. <laughs> I completely forgot about
you know, I try to balance everything out. He's very involved. He's honestly part of the family now. I just try to balance everything out as much as I can, you know, and balance my time, time management, all that stuff. Because, like, you know, it is a lot of, like, driving around and stuff. But honestly, I don't mind. <laughs> like, I'm happy to do it. Even though he has his weekends with his boys, I'm so lucky that they don't, you know, mind me calling and talking to him, you know. Anytime we're not together, we're calling. Yeah, even <laughs> if the boys are there, I'm like there. So there's really no way around it. So they're, you know, nice enough that they don't complain about it. Like, you they're know. They're friends too. I would say so. <laughs> you don't like they're the, they're They're the homies. You know, and, you know, they're very considerate of me, you know, because obviously I don't want to take time away from them. So I call at night whenever I'm falling asleep. And, you know, they're very mindful that, you know, they'll be like, we can be quiet. But I'm like, no, it's okay. No worries. I'm the one interrupting your day. Yeah, and, um, you know what this reminds me of? Like, I don't know if y'all have ever um, watched When Harry Met Sally. Had like an, it's an 80s rom-com, the original rom-com. But, like, they had, like, these little showings of couples saying, like, yeah, this is how we met. And we're, like, really great because of that, that, that you know? It's a, it's a really cool movie. Everybody go watch it. I saw- Again, I want to thank everyone for talking with me about their outlooks of their relationships. Also for Max telling me I could use Discord to get rid of the background sounds in my recordings. I will be using those that tool yeah, for future episodes. I want to clarify that this is just one viewpoint, and I am by no way saying that long-term relationships are better than hookups or that either are better than having no romantic sexual relationships. What I am trying to show is that there is nuance to dating in youth culture and that there are far-ranging types of relationships. For example, I find that I value my friendship with my partner far more than anything else. I make an effort to form relationships with his family members because that is the way my community is. You have to be close-knit. Now, I'm going to go watch When Harry Met Sally again. Stay safe and wear a mask. <laughs>